Hello and welcome to Faking Wit, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we have read. My name's Chin C and this song is called Books Are Awesome. Hi, my name is Josh Bellman and I love books so much that every time I play football in my local league I deliberately start every match by slide tackling the referee in the hope of getting booked. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alice Burden. Um, my favourite band when I was growing up were the Book Street Boys. Mm -hmm. Hi, my name's Steve Koenig and I investigate mysteries and books. What? <laughs> like what if, how did Ahab know that the white whale stole his leg? Over this six part series I'll investigate each element of that wonderful crime. One story told through time. Did, did did another podcast just start in the middle of our podcast? I well, find it very difficult not to do my podcast anymore <laughs> in the, the, the Brand Flakes podcast. That's the first. Uh, we're kind of like a Russian doll, a Matryoshka doll podcast now. Um, I think what we need is for a podcast to start within your podcast and then we'll complete this out. That, that, that will never happen. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming down and joining me today, everybody. Uh, this week we are talking about a book which I'm very excited about because um, this book contains two staples of the Faking Lit uh, podcast, which are books and notes. Uh, it's called The Notebook by Nicholas Sparks. Now this is a book that's become a bit of a bestseller. There was a movie made about it, but we're not talking about the movie today, we're talking about the book. Um, Nicholas Sparks obviously has had a bit of reputation on the literary world for writing very, very emotional, uh, heart-wringing storylines. Are we fans of uh, Nicholas Sparks? Are we fans of Weepies in general? No. Right, okay. Um, um, as you know, I like my books for women to be funny. Mm. And there's nothing funny in this book, so... Well, it's more human subjective, right? Um, I would say there are a couple of laughs here and there in the notebook. Uh, what laughs are those? The laughs would have been um, the bit where uh, Noah uh, has to sneak past the nurse in order to uh, see his wife. That was good. And uh, his wife and the nurse is like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go get a cup of coffee," but she's got a cup of coffee right there because she's an idiot. But did the nurse actually go and get a cup of coffee? Yeah, she did. Even though she had a cup of coffee right there because she's an idiot. Why would she go and get a cup of coffee if she were exactly, idiot? exactly? Why it would just, she? It just doesn't make why sense. Why would she? She's an idiot. That's like that's why she's working um, in an old people's home, I guess. I don't. I don't even like coffee. What? Who doesn't like coffee? That's ridiculous. I find it uh, too bitter. What? That's crazy. I only drink grapefruit juice, which is just less bitter. <laughs> this is a uh, this. It doesn't that doesn't add up. I'm sorry. I refuse to believe that about you. That's implausible. That person would like grapefruit juice and not coffee. Uh, we're gonna draw close uh, over this and never refer to it ever again. We'll Welcome to, to the podcast, Steve. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Thank, thanks for having me. It's an honor. Well, okay. Getting a bit confused there. I've been thrown off by the fact that another podcast has started in the middle of my podcast, but okay, right. Wait, what's that podcast about? 
It's, it's about that, I investigate mysteries and books. That sounds good. Why aren't we doing that? Because we, we talk about books. We don't focus on just mysteries. We talk about the book as a whole. I think, Steve, no offense, but like a bit limited. I think your premise for your podcast, kind of narrow, kind of narrow. I don't see the appeal, quite frankly. Well, I have to, my, it's a, I come from a podcasting family. My wife is very well known for her podcasting. Um, what was the podcast that she did? She did, you might have the Serial podcast and This American, she did a lot of podcasts. Wait, 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 Sarah. Koenig. Yeah, she's my wife. Okay, all right. So I'm trying to, it's quite difficult when you're a man and you're not the breadwinner in the family, so I have to come up with my own podcast ideas. She let me use the theme, it's very, very nice. <laughs> That's, now that is very generous. Oh wait, is she happy with you being on the show then, doing she, it? She doesn't know. Okay, all right. So she will, she's very good at finding stuff out. <laughs> so she doesn't know, but she let you use the theme. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, all right, no, I just wanted to check. Uh, did, did you take her surname then, or...? or <laughs> we, um, it's a double-barreled surname. Oh, so My original name is Steve Nick. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Let's, uh... I'm glad never, I asked. Yeah, I'm glad I asked. That's very, I'm glad you're sharing with us, but let's never refer to that ever again on the show. Um, the Notebook, everybody. I am a sucker for a weepy person. I like crying. I like reading books and crying. Um, it's something very cathartic about it. We need more books that make people cry. And you can't get more, uh, you can't get more weepy than The Notebook. Um, a story about uh, a, a married couple, now both old, uh, a man who's been married to a, a woman who's suffering now from Alzheimer's. He is recovering from a stroke and slowly dying of cancer, but he's reading to her a notebook, which tells a story of Noah and Ali, a young couple who fall in love uh, against the wishes of their family. Um, and it's a sto the story within the story is later revealed to be about themselves. Now, what is the... Uh, what is this sort of like a conceit? Well, much like we have a podcast within the podcast now, apparently. This book has had, has a book within the book. Uh, so like the notebook is the name of the book that they're reading. And it's also the name of the book that we are reading. Like, um, that's, Whoa. that's, yeah, I. You just blew my mind. Yeah, that's some, that's some crazy, crazy Russian doll. It's like stuff. book inception. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Um, and I, I think it's, it, I like that. I like that sort of meta-narrative in my stories. I like reading. This is how much I like books and reading. I like reading about people reading books. That's how much I love it. Um, some people say like, you know, maybe you should, maybe the writer should get off his own dick, but no, I'm absolutely fine with that, quite frankly. More writers should write on their own dick. What's interesting though, is that in the notebook book, they don't ever read any books. She doesn't take it another step, which is suspicious to me, because who doesn't love books? You'd think a book would have come up in that time, in that time period, at exactly. least once. It just doesn't make sense. Something doesn't add up here, you're saying? The theme takes too long to play when I want it to play. <laughs> <laughs> what you need to do is probably download it to the phone, and then you yeah. get it on access, instant access. I should, I should have thought of this earlier. <laughs> you see, well, I think we're having getting a bit of evidence as to why your wife seems to be the more successful of the two of you. At least she, she manages to get her theme tune to play well, at the correct time. She's got a producer called Dana. I don't have a producer. 
I tried to bring my producer here, but Chin wouldn't let me. Why? Why wouldn't you let him? Well, no, because I don't want another podcast to be on my podcast. That's why. why we don't you... even have a producer. Why should we? Why should he come on the show as a guest? And the guest has their own producer. That's crazy. That's insane. I'm That's sorry. That's a good point. I'm I, not I, allowing I, I, that because I, I wouldn't let him produce any of your bits. Oh my god! Why would I do that? I just it's. I think we're gonna have to. I don't know. You started the theme at the moment, but I wasn't ready. To <laughs> any, any mysteries? <coughs> right. Okay. Look, I feel. I fear that we're being hijacked by another podcaster. We need to get into the the the, the center of this book. Um, look, there are mis mysteries in this book, right? We agree. Like, no. uh, I mean, like for example, in the beginning, of course, we find out like who they are, but we don't necessarily know who this old man and old woman are necessarily. It's just some old guy with a book, and he's reading a story to his wife. Um, or we assume that's his wife, who has a some uh, who has Alzheimer's. But we're not entirely sure who he is yet. Um, why do you think Nicholas Sparks withholds this information from the reader from the from the beginning? It's in the place of uh, an interesting story, right? So it's like much. It's like a it, in the in the attempt of creating interest. Mm -hmm. He sort of wants to tell you more, right, and, right, or, or less, and then and then when he tells you more, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's lazy. That's what, that's what I got. That's that's what I, I was like. All right. Whenever I write a book, I tell everyone all the facts at the beginning. Uh huh. That's that. That. Why would you do that? Because then my writing has to be extra good. That's also why I've never had a book published. <laughs> right. So I've had to do these podcasts <laughs> instead of writing books. Well, well, as well as, but none of my books get published. I'm sorry to hear that. Is it because you're not very good? No, it's because I put all the facts at the beginning and the, the publishing trade's not ready for such such things. Such forward-thinking bookistry. This is bullet points, the plot. <laughs> yeah. And then you do the and then you do the story, so it's like, okay, first off, first page, it's not a contents page, just read it. And every bullet point is just the... Jane and John meet. Jane and John fall in love. Jane and John have a child. John dies in a fire. Jane gets over it. Yeah. That's like... See, what you've described there is basically a synopsis, and your innovation is to put it at the front of the book as opposed to the back of the book, where yeah. most synopses occur. I don't believe in... That's why my, why my book podcast people say is not successful, because I tell everyone the mystery at the beginning. I think what Serial did quite well is... Um, they never actually solved the mystery. They, they, they held That's back the information, Whereas I think much I, like Sparks. I don't think my wife did a very good job of it. Actually, oh, I, well, who, do, you, do you think then that um, Saeed Adnan was guilty then, Steve? Um, I, I've never listened to Serial. Oh, okay. I just I listen to the theme and I get too excited. So and I you just know that she didn't solve the mystery? Yeah, she, okay. what she told me, she was very annoyed. <laughs> oh. um, well, okay. Looks like, you, but it sounds like you have a, a pretty, like, state, I guess, uh, loving relationship with your wife. Um, and it sounds like you, you, uh, you don't necessarily have to listen to a podcast to be supportive. You know, no. the same way that a lot of my friends feel about my podcast, for example. They don't have to listen to it. I know they're supportive, though. I know they, they're supportive. Oh. But that's what I, that's this, that's what I'm talking about. It's um, I'm using you, your relationship as sort of the, uh, this idealized relationship between a man and a woman who love each other. Would you, for example, spend your time reading to um, Sarah if 
God forbid, she ever got Alzheimer's and you got um, um, cancer, would you be following through the footsteps of Noah and Ali in the notebook, do you think? I would, but the problem is, is when you try to read to my wife, she thinks that the production value is not high enough. Right. When you're reading, she won't read to our children. Um, she has to get the producer to come and help read it to the children. Do you share the same producer? <laughs> no, no, my producers are uh, dog. Your, produ your producer is a dog. <laughs> He's very talented. Uh, what, what what are his roles as as canine producer? If I could say press play, he can do that. Oh, that's very impressive for a dog. <laughs> what kind of dog is he? Uh, Border terrier. Oh, the best kind. <laughs> He's a really bad one. Oh, what's, what's his name? <laughs> Ab Abdan. <laughs> <laughs> So Abdan, the sorry, dog. Abdan the border uh, terrier. Yeah. Not Adnan. <laughs> Abdan. <laughs> How long have you had this dog? Uh, about five weeks. Five weeks. Interesting. So, and he can already press play. <laughs> uh, he came like that. <laughs> so he didn't even teach him anything. He just knew how to. He, he was a natural in, in the recording studio. Well, that's why I got him. You know, when you can adopt a dog, they tell you the list of traits. Yeah. This one's an adaptive <laughs> studio engineer. <laughs> so, wait, so, wait, wait. Did you yeah. get the dog as part of your plan to get your own podcast off the ground then? The only way I could think to do it. If someone, if someone uh, hears a podcast and a they board, go... A Border Terrier probably costs about £600. Why would you buy a Border Terrier rather than just pay a person? You could pay a person less than £600 to produce a we, I, no, no, I, I'm saying that you, you probably shouldn't, but Alice is right. You probably shouldn't. Well, yeah. My problem is that surely a producer's role should extend past pressing play. Shouldn't they be <laughs> pressing re pressing records? Like... Uh, this is this is probably why your podcast is so unsuccessful because it doesn't get recorded. You're just pressing play when you need to press report record, and you don't have the backbone to tell your dog that it's not pressing the right but the right button. And what's he pressing play for? I assume the theme tune. <laughs> you press oh, play right. the theme tune. So you sort out all the mics and all of the studio equipment, and the dog just presses play on the on the theme tune. And that's why you can't get the theme tune to play right now. <laughs> well, it's because you're used to the dog doing it. It's true. That, that does solve the mystery of why my podcast is not a success. <laughs> He's trying to press play again. Oh, there you go. Join us next. <laughs> Join us next week on another episode of Brandflakes <laughs> with me, Steve Gowling. Was that the name of the podcast the whole along? <laughs> the podcast is always called Brandflakes. So people go into the podcast app and search Brandflakes. The Brandflakes podcast, yeah. I imagine that you, all you are getting is just adventurous octogenarians who thought they were, they were buying their shopping online. What? Octogenarians don't know what podcasts are. I asked my grandma, she, she was just like, this what's is the, a podcast? That's what I mean, is that, is that they thought that, they, like, I'm going I'm to explain my joke. I'm not going to explain my joke. <laughs> Should we gonna, get back to the book? I just. Hey, I know, I'm sorry, I've, I've derailed the. I feel very bad. I've um. I I I fear that's been the only time possibly that Brandflakes the show has ever been recorded, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's the only episode in existence, right well, there. I like to keep my podcast short. <laughs> Within other podcasts, I went to go see Richard Richard Herring, mm -hmm. Richard Hearing's podcast. Uh, which is a live audience, and I just shouted my podcast <laughs> during his podcast. Well, you stood up and with your phone and your dog pressed play. 
<laughs> who was he interviewing? Uh, right, right, Peacock. And, and a very, a very annoyed Ray Peacock. Oh, he, he, he shouted at me and said, "Stop talking!" <laughs> I was dressed up as a woman at the time, and loads of men's rights activists got really excited about it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, look, let's. I'm gonna skillfully and uh, smoothly seek back into the book again uh, and read to you a quote from the book, uh, which I, I think we can discuss. Uh, this is the quote. The first time you fall in love, it changes your life forever. And no matter how hard you try, the feeling never goes away. This girl you've been telling me about was your first love. And no matter what you do, she'll stay with you forever. Okay, well, what do we think about this? Do we believe in the notion of first love? Do you think this is true? Can you remember your first love? I, I think the book is uh, a negation of the very concept of love. Mm. And just more or less shows uh, the protagonists to be morons. Oh, that's a bit harsh. Well, but they do sit. They, they, they. None of them act rationally throughout the whole, the whole film. Book, the whole book. Oh. Why, why did you say? Well, yeah. Why did you say film? Why did you say film? Um. Did you? In Swiss German, they're interchangeable. And, and I've are you got Swiss German. I've, I live with a friend who's who's that, and he he's we've been. Yeah, you you blame the Swiss Germans for a lot of things. Well, the Swiss Germans are, are aren't as aren't as evolved as us. But um, I stand by my point that the characters I don't feel like they have a, any particular logic which they behave about. Okay, okay, let's 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 think about this then. The logic, yeah. Well, you say they don't behave with any particular logic. Now, as far as I can see, um. There is a sort of uh, uh, will they, won't they aspect to their relationship when we look at them in the past and the reasons why they can't get together. But a lot of those reasons are because of the uh, class system, effectively. Uh, Noah is a poor labourer, um, ex-veteran who used to fight in the war, and he comes from a poor family, whereas Ali comes from a rich family, and they live in the South, and it's a very entrenched view of the world. And I think, like, now you could argue that like maybe the class system itself is kind of illogical, but you know I can't I can't necessarily have a go at Noah and Ali for being um, for basically ha living in circumstances that are beyond their control. I mean that's what I protest to I suppose is it makes no sense that they love each other because they're of different classes. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. You think that they, you think that Ali should have then stuck with Lon, her fiance. Well, yeah, they're they're better suited for each other. I mean, just on paper, so you've got to look at it, you look at it, why are you writing this book? I mean, why is there even a story here? I, I don't understand, I, I just couldn't get my head around it. Okay. And the whole time I was thinking, but he, he, do he doesn't have any money. Okay, well, that, okay, you, you become, you, as a strong, strong um, viewpoint there, Josh. Um, what does everybody else think? Do you think Josh is onto something here with the car system? I don't know, this whole sort of um, first love thing. Yep. BS. Right, okay. You don't love your first love forever. It might have maybe been the most intense. Mm. That could I, be I, a, I a way. I did. Yeah, definitely. that could definitely be a thing, but it's not going to be. Like, people get over stuff, sorry. She hasn't seen him in six years, she's already in love with somebody else, I don't understand. No, no, okay, yeah, like, yeah. it's just stupid. Poor Lon. Yeah, Paul Long. I mean, he seems yeah, like a nice yeah. guy. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a bad guy at all, does he? No. Um, and I think at several points, Ali uh, even says that um, she doesn't want to let Long down 
because he is a nice guy, you know? Yeah, and it just seems like Nicholas Sparks is just creating problems for everybody. And yeah, okay, um, Ryan, uh, what's his name? Gosling, Ryan Gosling. No, Noah. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I had a feeling to call, I don't, I don't know why, I also thought he was called Ryan Gosling as well. Yeah. Was he, did Ryan Gosling take his name from the character in the book? I imagine. Okay. I imagine they were right. probably inspired by each other. He's, yeah. he's an incredible method actor. He is an amazing but actor. But he only, only changes his name. I loved it. He actually changed his name to Driver in the movie yeah. Drive for a while. Um, and he just didn't take that scorpion jacket off ever. Very smelly. It was terrible. What, what happened to that scorpion jacket? Don't know. We'll find out next week <laughs> in Mysteries of the Film World. Starring me, Steve Koenig, and I interview Alice Burden, who will also be guesting on my podcast. A story told week by week. Okay, that right. sounds good. That sounds. I, I'd probably listen to that actually. I've always wanted. What to happened find to it. that jacket? It's a great jacket. It's a great jacket. I want to know what happened to a lot of things. Well, you got to listen to the podcast. I'll be. What? I'll be on um, Jay Islam's pod podcast. Good. <laughs> Doing the same thing. Simon Cain's the week afterwards. <laughs> no, he won't have me on. Oh, of course. Oh no, why not? He hasn't heard of me as a character, as a person. Uh, oh. Tell you what, you should probably try and check out a really good show. It's called <laughs> The Lolitics. Hmm. Chris Coltrane. He'd probably be happy to have you on try out your uh, your investigation into the scorpion jackets. Do you uh, think you'd let me bring my producer? Wait, he loves dogs, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he seems the type to love animals. He seems like he loves everything. Yeah. He, I think Chris Cole, Apart from yeah. fascism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know and the Tories. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Chris and Abdan will get on like a house on fire. Uh, yeah, uh, so, uh, okay. Um, we, we, so, yes, yes, yes. We, we, so, we, we are not convinced by the notion of first love. We think. I, I, I get the feeling from the round the table that um, we're a cynical bunch, aren't we? We're pretty cynical people. Um, possibly been hurt a few times, maybe. No. I've got okay. scars. Deal with it. Yo. Okay. All right. Um, I've never done. been hurt. I always dump people before they dump me. <laughs> wow. Okay. So preemptive dumping. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do you just when they ring you up and they sound like they're gonna dump you? Do you just go? You're dumped. No. I I I, I tend to dump on the first date. I the problem is is you can't guarantee always that you're gonna get a second date, so you gotta you gotta dump them. You gotta dump them by the end because and you can't you can't well, but you can't what not. If you don't get a first date. Well, then they're already dumped. Yeah, they're, it, it's called pre-dumping. I like that. I like the idea of dumping on the first date. I like the idea of like at the end of the night. So, well, this has been fun. Um, do you want to come in? and have a cup of coffee and what are we doing? What is this? Do you think this is any future in here? I'm sorry, but I've got to have to let you go. Is that how you dump people? <laughs> Jesus. Isn't it normally just like one person be like, come on, why are you in a bad mood? And then be like, oh, oh, <sighs> go on, just get it out, spit it out. Oh, well, oh, I, I don't want to sit, don't want to go out with you anymore. Okay, all right. That's how. That's, that's how, how it normal, happens. Yeah. Okay, that's 
that was some uh, yeah that, that, that that's that me me interrogating them so it's like I'm asking to get done well, that's one way to go well, how, 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 yeah, yeah. How, let's talk about everybody's different dumping techniques then I guess well, I just right. sprint away you sprint away you run away I just sprint you don't even say any words you just run away well no because the relationship is over <laughs> and I don't need I don't need them anymore. I well, don't need them. I, I'm my own man. But how do they know that the relationship's over? As I mean, you, if you haven't said anything, they could just assume that you just ran away. Yeah. yeah and then but what happens when they phone you up? Say, why did you run away? Don't answer. He <laughs> just ghost people. No, I, I just run away. It's not the same. It, well, I don't ghost them. If you, I mean, first, okay. I'm gonna come clean with you. Is that I also just get a new phone as well, so I get rid of that number and I get a new number. Right, you have burner so, phones basically. You use burner phones <laughs> every date you go on. Yeah, but I don't want to get hurt. So, and and that's what that's what this thing is about. Love is that is that I just don't believe that Noah and and Ali. Why would they? Why would they just still be together after so much time? Because then one of them might die and they'll be sad. It's true. I, it just I, doesn't make sense. Why doesn't he dump her? Well, he does. Sprinting he does. away. He, Noah, Noah is constantly dumping Ali, but because she has Alzheimer's, she never remembers that she's been dumped. It's he like that film Fifty First Dates, but <laughs> more like Fifty Last Dates. <laughs> how do you how do you dump people? Honestly? Oh, I never have to. You never have to. You only married for one time. What? Well, okay, hypothetical. If you had to, if you had to dump Sarah, right? Oh, I don't want to think about that. She's she's doing very well. Think about it as a mystery you need to solve, though. Mm. The mystery of how I dump my wife. I'd probably, maybe I'd murder someone, and then right, right, the right, clues. Right. Each of the beginning of the clues would begin with a different letter. <laughs> so, oh, so I thought you were going somewhere else with this. I'd, I'd put uh, the body. I'd murder them in Detroit to begin with D. So that's the clue. I place where you murdered no, the no. person. And then the and not even the place, like the city. And the, the murder weapon. <laughs> no, not even the city. It's the first letter of the name of the city. <laughs> and you and you end someone's life. And the murder weapon would be a umbrella. Umbrella. <laughs> and my accomplice would be Mr. Finch. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't it be somebody whose name began with him? <laughs> I don't know anyone whose name. <laughs> I have to. I have to make a new friend. She's not gonna know if I make me. I've gotta find someone that I know, Mr. Finn. <laughs> okay. Then, right. Yeah. And then I, uh, I would, uh, I would place the umbrella in, <laughs> into their body. <laughs> See that spells out dump. So she know she's been dumped. <laughs> <laughs> And she's gonna get the pee. You sure she's gonna get the pee? <laughs> she's very, she's very good. Have you listened to the serial podcast? Yeah, she didn't get it. She didn't answer the question, did she? She didn't work it out. I don't know. She told me that she did. I mean, oh, but it just hasn't hasn't announced the truth. I don't. I've not listened. To, I don't know what's happened in the podcast. I won't listen to it. I think she's. I think what's going to happen is you're going to murder somebody, and she's not going to know she's being yeah. dumped. I think you. And then you're going to go to prison. And also, you're gonna have to at some point probably write a note saying, "Look, this is what I did. <laughs> this is what all the letters spell out. You get it now." Well, okay. I'm not saying I'm gonna do this. I don't want to break up with my wife. But when you're, you're in prison, when to... you're in prison as well, she'll get. She'll be recording her podcast about the murder and how what happened. And, 
You are receiving a call from Maryland Prison. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I'd rather be in Maryland Prison. Because M, right? Oh. Dump. Dump them. <laughs> Dump them. Yeah. That's not a word. Dump. Mm, and then, like, you had a phone call with your uh, best friend, Elliot. So it's like Elliot. E. E. Dump me. Dump me. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to, do you have a friend called Elliot? I'd have to make one. Yeah, you'll have to, you'll have to work on that. What's Mr. Finch's first name? Uh, Chris. No. Chris Finch. <laughs> yeah, he was a sort of fictional character from uh, The Office. And, and, always, and you and your wife always refer to him as Mr. Finch though, so she'll get that. She'll get like, well, Mr. Finch begins with an M, obviously. So. She, she doesn't know him. <laughs> and he's a fictional character from the hit ABC television series, The Office. No, 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 the, the, the BBC television series. Oh, yeah. right. Finchy, Finchy. I have, I've not watched, I don't watch American television. Oh, why? Um, I think it's shallow. 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 <laughs> shallow, shallow, shallow. I don't, I don't think it's any good. Well, I think, okay, right. Well, I think Steve's idea, Steve's idea is sort of aligned with mine, right? That reinforces yeah, what I yeah, said. Yeah. I mean, he, I think Steve's gone into way more effort than you have, though. Um, in when yeah, but Steve's an amateur. You just run away. You yeah. don't even murder anyone. I mean, yeah, I don't, because I'm not a murderer. <laughs> I'm not a murderer either. Not, not yet. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, uh, yep. Well, not, not allegedly. I, I'm, I'm, How would you I'm kill somebody with an umbrella? The open court case is not... Well, I don't want to come discuss the details of an open court case. Wait, hold on a second, hold on a second. You are... Are you trying to say that you are currently under investigation at the moment for murdering somebody with an umbrella? I, I, it's all I can discuss. Right, okay. <laughs> has this... Has this dumping been some sort of really poorly thought out confession? Like a really, really poorly thought out, almost semi-improvised confession on air. How many people listen to this podcast? Uh, Twelve. <laughs> Twelve people. Twenty-five subscribers on SoundCloud, and only three of them are um, not human. Are, are, are any of those uh, British judges? Um, I don't know. I haven't looked, done. But the you research. murdered them in Britain. You murdered the person in Britain. I, 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 wait, did you? Did you, wait? First of all, we don't know if he murdered anybody. Like. I think he might have given the game away a bit, but like we don't know if he's actually murdered anybody. We don't know. Uh, well, I, I, it's difficult to tell, is it? Right. I don't know how crimes get investigated here, but in America we tend to investigate them over podcast. Um, and I've been doing uh, a podcast about someone else's murder. Right. Oh, so it's somebody else's murder, but you like. But apparently, someone's starting a podcast on me. Uh, investigating the murder. Yeah. Is it okay. your wife? Has your wife started a podcast about you investigating the murder? Well, I'm not, I'm is not... it called? Is it called? <laughs> An idiot's guide to podcasting. No, I don't know what you're talking about. No, it's called Brand Freaks. <laughs> no, that's my podcast. Okay, my sorry, sorry. Brand Freaks. <laughs> um, okay, Great. all right. This is good stuff. Good stuff. Um, anyway, the book. Yes, book we have to get back to the book. We have got to get back to the Sorry, book. Sorry, I keep on derailing things. I don't mean No, that, but that was important. That was important. And then it was necessary. We ne I needed to get an idea of where we were all coming from in terms of our dumping technique. Um, I, and I was saying before that like um, we, do, we might come across as possibly quite cynical. Uh, and maybe this book isn't for us because it is... Well, it's a heartfelt romantic story, isn't it's it? It's soppy. Well, yes, that's one way to put it. It's yeah. trash. 
it's possibly I mean you can't, I don't think any f f uh, story that features a character dying of stage 3 cancer can be totally soppy but yes there is a soppy aspect to it uh, I, I, wanted to, I want to talk about um, Ali as the protagonist uh, she is uh, she's an uptown girl living in an uptown world right and she has this, she's torn between the dilemma of choosing Noah or Lon and I wonder, like, do you find her a believable, sympathetic character? Do we like Ali, or do we think that she needs to pull herself together? I I didn't like her. <coughs> oh, okay. I thought I thought I didn't like her because I thought she she embodied everything I fear. Hmm. What's that? Women. Uncertainty. <laughs> Uncertainty in the female form. Uncertainty or indecision. It was just like kind of. Different things in some ways. Well, uh, well, I I can't be certain that she is not gonna gonna d gonna dart for the door as soon as she does her do duties. I can't I can't not not be sh not be sure of that. So okay. look, I, I I thought Ali was unconvincingly written. She should have she should have know she would she should know what she wants already. Yeah. Frankly, yeah. Uh, frankly, right. she's okay. an adult. Okay. Stop dilly dallying. Right, Alice. You you, you sound like you really agree, agreed with Josh's point there. Yeah, I mean it's been fourteen years, mm. and she's in love with somebody else. I just don't. <sighs> Is she just leading him on? You think? That's what it seems like. Leading Lon on. Uh, well, I, I thought she was leading um, Noah on because she's obviously m about to marry. This is Noah. a problem. Is that's unclear writing, isn't mm. it? You can't tell who she's leading on. She's leading on both of them. Well, it's true, actually. Um, this is um, a big fat leader on her. It's a bit of a mystery, actually. <laughs> what? Who was she leading on? Mm. We went. I went down to. Uh, the <laughs> you went down to the where? Where did you go? Where did you go? <laughs> did you go to the notebook shop? <laughs> I went down to the Moleskin notebook shop in Canary Wharf and had a look and I had a look through all the notebooks <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't helpful <laughs> okay <laughs> well, well, valuable use of my time well at least we know that the key, that the clues aren't there <laughs> so now we know that they might be anywhere else apart from the Moleskin shop at Canary Wharf so this is good um, actually that does help me with my my reading of the book your reading of the book <laughs> My reading okay, of the book. Okay, alright, alright. Which I read as a PDF <laughs> on a television screen. These were the nagging questions that you had in your Why head. Why did you read like it on a, a PDF on a television screen? Uh, I didn't want to waste paper. Uh, I didn't want to make that commitment to have a, have a whole physical object dedicated to that. Because you can always rewrite it on the computer and delete it. I had it handwritten in a notebook, in a moleskin notebook. Mm. Uh oh. That's what it's called, the notebook. Right. Because it should be handwritten by Nicholas Sparks himself. Oh, whoa. Uh, he actually did that? That was a special Yeah, every, like most copies, apart from the PDF. Well, the PDF was very good. I must admit, the resolution was great. He's got good, he's got good S's. Very busy man, Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. Well, he, Is that clearly. his real name? Um. Yeah. I think so. Let's um. Let's. So it's he divorced. Cool. He actually divorced his wife. Well, his wife divorced him. Do you know why? Why? Because he was too romantic. Oh. How can you be too romantic? How can you be too romantic? That doesn't make sense to me. Well, the problem was, is his wife was the British band Sparks. He took their name. Very difficult to be married to four people. 
Wait, and, and he was too much for all four of them. <laughs> <laughs> the single writer was so romantic. Difficult. So sorry, when she married Nicholas Sparks, he said, "You're taking my name, and also these two <laughs> rockers." Who wrote this town ain't big enough for the both of us? More like this marriage ain't big enough for the four of us. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? It's I'm not, right. It is too big for the four of us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Too much love. Nicholas Sparks is too romantic. I don't know though. I don't know if you can be too romantic. Uh, everybody loves a bit of romance in their lives. Everybody wants to feel cherished and loved. Um, and can you? You can't have too much of a good thing. As far as yeah, I'm you concerned. can. You can eat too much ice cream. Okay, but how? What is the equivalent then of a romantic gesture that is the equivalent of eating too much ice cream? Then someone being clingy. That's when not romantic, though. That's not romantic. Clingy. Being clingy is not romantic. Being given a million roses. A million roses. Yeah, yeah just all the time. Too much. Well, oh yeah, and well, that would be a problem if it bankrupted you and you spent all your money on roses. And then your house would be full of roses. Well, the roses don't even smell that good. But that's not a problem because you have to mortgage the house to get those roses in the first place, right? <laughs> so that house isn't yours anymore. You're on the streets, and the roses own your ho your home now. <laughs> a, m a man cannot live on roses alone. Yes, exactly. Um, and I tried. Did you? Yeah. Did you try to what? Was that another podcast? Can I live on roses alone? No, that wasn't. I didn't do that. That sounds okay. like a David, <laughs> a David <laughs> Blaine be, style magic trick. <laughs> Just, I'm going to try and live on roses alone for two weeks. Is, you, is, that, is that how it went down? I look. I got bought a lot for Christmas. My mum every year buys me roses for Christmas. Right. right. Um, and I. And I oh, and as I, in the sweeties. Yeah, and roses and roses. Oh. She supposes. Uh, okay, alright. Okay, we were talking about flowers. Oh, I have not, I've not heard of them. No, we're not Cadbury's <laughs> roses. Okay, alright, yeah, okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Look, okay, I, I can see where, like, um, what's happened there, a million roses, you know, you've, you've lost your house, you've lost everything, that could possibly say, but it's still romantic, I guess. Um, and you've It'd just, be suffocating. It'd be suffocating. Um, it'd be, a, yeah, it would be obsessive and that's the, the problem with Nicholas Sparks and this book <coughs> Noah in this book is too romantic it's been 14 years just get over it he would have met somebody else mm. they both would have well she did it's unrealistic and stupid he could have met and also because he's a veteran and he's a young veteran as well he could have got so many fit girls and then, if he wanted to, he wouldn't have had to stay in a relationship with them as well. He could have also not been in a relationship with Which them. Which war was it that he was a veteran of? Um, I forget. Uh, it was World War Dos. Ah, yes, of course. So, so he fought Nazis. Um, I, I, actually, bringing up, um, bringing up Noah's uh, service uh, during World War Two. let's talk about Noah for a little while. We've, we don't really like Ali. Do we like Noah? I, I think Noah, like you said, Possibly too romantic. He's a big baby. But he fought. He fought in World War Two, and the, there's a moment in the book where his life is saved because he was carrying a book of poetry in his pocket, which takes the bullet that was meant for his heart. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. I love this. I love this. How, how big was the book of poetry? It was really big. Uh, Can a book of poetry stop a bullet? Yes, absolutely. Have uh, you done a field test? I have done a field test, right, but I've got several books of poetry um, and they're huge. The Norton Anthology is huge! Um, it barely fits in my pocket, quite frankly. Uh, yeah, he must have had a really big front pocket. Yeah, I think he he, he did. Like, um, it was more like a baby bib with a, lot, a, with a, a lot lip of this, at the bottom. A lot of this story is just not making sense to me. 
say that again. <laughs> and I don't understand if he had a poetry book in his pocket, how would have he gone to the wars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought they would uh, try and defend against poetry book wielding maniacs <laughs> going to war. <laughs> it's, un it's an unfair advantage. Sorry, isn't I'm not it, very really? good at investigating yet. <laughs> I've, got, I've, just, I've learned how to do the uh, theme song. And I'm just kind of learning how to do my voice. Um, <laughs> you're learning how to do your... You're learning how to speak, is that what you're saying? Well, it's like when I, when I, I married Sarah, when she was just Sarah Co. Um, <laughs> she's Jewish? Yeah, she's a, she was a Jewish lady. Oh, good. I'm a Jewish man. Oh, oh. <laughs> the traditional Jewish surname of Nig. <laughs> what tribe is that of the of the Israelites? Uh, the, the Nig tribe. Oh, the Nig tribe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Should we get back? I feel I've derailed things again. I'm really sorry. I don't mean to ruin your podcast. I mean, as much as I'd like to get into the uh, Jewish history of the name, uh, the Nig tribe. <laughs> Ooh, I have to cut that out. <laughs> that just sounds really wrong. You know the guy, th this guy, yeah, he, he's not very helpful in this podcast, but he's very apologetic <laughs> and he's polite, which I think is all that could be said for me. <laughs> but I like him. He's no, he's and he asks good questions. I, I have definitely gotten more on board with it. I, 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 I have to say, Steve, when he came on, I felt a bit threatened that you were trying to take over my podcast by putting your own podcast in. But it's become really clear to me uh, over the course of this episode that you have no idea what you're doing, and <laughs> I don't really have to worry about it. So yeah, by all I'm means, I'm learning quickly. I can now play the theme whenever I want. <laughs> it's, it's uh, I don't, I don't even need the dog. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do with the dog? <laughs> well, I don't know what would you do with dogs you don't need. Oh god! Just put them in the street. <laughs> I'll have him for free. I don't know if I trust you. Well, uh, I guess the word's out there. Um, if anybody is interested in adopting a uh, border terrier who can press play <laughs> on a phone and answers to the name Abdan. <laughs> Why don't you write to us at bakinglitpodcast at gmail.com Subject header, Abdan! <laughs> Give me that dog. <laughs> Give me that dog. <laughs> Give me that dog. Hashtag, Give me that dog. Tweet at us as well. Right, um, I think we, 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 I think we've, come, we've covered a lot of ground. <laughs> have we? Yeah, I'm pretty sure right. we have. Let's, let's... I, <laughs> Let's think about um, the, uh, the, the significance of books and literature in The Notebook. Um, this is a book, like I said, it's a meta-narrative about a, a, a man reading a book to uh, another person. Uh, it's about the power of literature. Uh, in one instance, um, he had the poetry book that saved his life. Uh, what, what, do you think, like, um, what, what's, what is this saying about the power of storytelling and books? Well, all I have to say is I think he's a bit rich coming from a guy who writes like trashy novels oh that's harsh but yeah i like it because it's like this is bad it's like this is like easy what what you would call easy reading yes that's true it's and, not and, it's not, and then he's going on about how special books are it's like mate you just like bash this out in like a month it's true um it's kind of like if justin bieber were to write a song about how good prince was <laughs> 
Oof, these are some hot takes coming from the table. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. But I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't necessarily like hate a writer who loves books, even if they, he's not that good at writing. It only writers? took him. It only took him six months to write. Okay, but that's still better than what's her name, Erin Morgenstern, who wrote a book in like three months. True. You know. I don't. I don't think the quality of the book is defined by how long it took to write. Yes. Otherwise, my book would be the best book. You've written the book as well. I told you about my book earlier in the podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, I forgot about the book already. What's your book about? It's about a guy who tries to make a really good podcast, but his wife won't let him. Oh. Well, so she's actually actively stopping you from. Well, well, this is in the book. She's very well. She doesn't know about, but she's very supportive. <laughs> She keeps, keeps telling me to leave the house. What does she think? So what who's my do? clothes with me? Oh dear! Out the window. He, he's in good spirits. I, what? What? Um, what that doesn't sound like a very. Uh, it, it doesn't sound like your relationship is in a good place right now. It's, Steve. it's in a very good place. Have you ever met Sarah before? <laughs> we we met over the internet. Right. How when, long? How long has this relationship been going on? Yeah, when did you get married? Uh, I, I can't remember. One of the pro reasons. I have to do another podcast every so often. It sounds like my anniversary. Day. Sounds like a mystery. No, no, no. I don't agree. It's a mystery. <laughs> what? You don't know how long you've been together with your 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 wife, Sarah? And you're not curious. You're not curious as to how long you've been together. I suppose I am a little curious. <laughs> Let me press play. How long have I been with my wife? I conducted a field test. <laughs> I went out of a woman for seven years and it felt longer. So I reckon it was probably less than seven years. Sorry, my voice <laughs> slipped. Okay. Well, you. I, I find it difficult because I'm actually not American. I do like the fact that like you've um you've captured a part of uh serial in the fact that all your episodes of mysteries are maddeningly inconclusive. <laughs> like nothing has been solved and nothing has been learnt in the, over the course of like all these investigations. Well, I'm annoyed to hear you say that, Chin, because I really thought my podcast was going to separate from serial by really. Even though you were using the theme tune. <laughs> well, it was kind of. What I thought was great about Serial was the theme tune. What I thought was not great was the fact that mysteries weren't solved. So Bram Flakes is going to solve all the mysteries. Done. It's a podcast told by a man pretending to be an American. What? So wait, okay. where are you from? Yeah, well, you need to back up now. Where are you, you from, up. man? I can't. I, it's another mystery. Oh, <laughs> you tease. That'll be a good episode. That's how you keep people listening. <laughs> Uh, I'm afraid to ask any more questions because I just know the answer is going to be oh it's a mystery <laughs> you, you would be the most irritating person to interrogate <laughs> where were you on on the night of the 26th oh I don't know it's a mystery oh, oh god it, you at least you're not in this book otherwise it would be even more uncertainty in it I mean but now I also he's repeat uh, the whole time the whole premise by the way you know you know and he's retelling her why is he bothering to retell the same bloody story to her the whole time because she has Alzheimer's yeah but uh, write it down write it down he has tell it once he has literally written she it down she can read notebook. it why is she telling it to her again waste of time it's, no, maybe no. there's some sort of ulterior motive 
maybe oh, why was he reading the book? Because <laughs> it's, it's never clear. And I conducted a field test where I read to an Alzheimer's patient and I was asked to leave. <laughs> oh, that was good. I'm conflicted now because you're infuriating me. He's, but then yeah. I like it when the music comes on. He's actually getting better as the episode goes on and what he's doing. It's quite well, he doesn't need the dog anymore. Yeah, yeah. And now he's got the timings, right? On the songs. This is Yeah, I'm not I'm gonna have to call I'm gonna have to bring this episode to a close before you become a professional like podcaster by the end of the episode. I am a professional podcaster. Mm, okay, mm, back to debatable. How much you, well, how yeah. have you been earning a living off podcasting? I've got a Patreon. A pay <laughs> Patreon? Yeah, it's an off-brand pa Patreon. <laughs> right, and who and who's paying you to do these uh, my eight second oh right, okay. So an effective method of money laundering. <laughs> It's not money laundering if they're your parents, though, is it? It's just an allowance. You don't know what my parents do. What do I, I, I'm afraid, to, I, I imagine what your, would I be right in guessing that <laughs> what your mystery. parents do is, is a mystery? mystery. Well, it's not a mystery to me, it's a mystery to you. Oh, oh, so you know the answer, but you're just withholding all the information. Well, that's how you get people interested in the podcast. But it's but it's but it what I never listened to serial. I found it boring. <laughs> Whoa! Don't. But what the sense I got from it was that she just didn't know. Not that like she knew, but that she was like well, withholding. What it actually is is that she killed the woman in the podcast. Right. Obviously. Well, that's what I reckon. You reckon after all the the pillow talk? This is what. <laughs> well, she's she's been out of the house a lot, and she says she's working late, but. She never releases the podcast, so she must have killed the guy. I mean the woman, whatever. <laughs> Person? Person. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like you've really yeah. gone um, over the facts of the case of a fine-tooth comb. I can't tell whether I'm just fed up or completely convinced. <laughs> it's one or the other. Well, I think it's time, like, we've, we've discussed the book in quite a lot of depth. I no. <laughs> no, we haven't. No, we covered the most important parts, right? No! Okay. None of it! We what happened in the don't end? They don't they bang at the What was the story? <laughs> okay, well, this... Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. We, we, did, we did a brief summary of what the story is about. And we know it is about a story about love in the face of adversity and love persisting over a long period of time. What was the adversity? Um, well... The separation between the classes, like um, the fiance, the, the, the other man, uh, her indecision of, as to who she chooses, and then eventually um, old age and um, sickness. Those okay. are the adversity, yeah. yeah, yeah right, adversity. Right. Quite a lot of adversities. That's so much adversity. Um, yeah, but, but why, why bother then? If it's so hard, <laughs> just give up. Isn't, it, isn't that what makes... What if it doesn't work, Chin? Well, that's... That's, you've hit upon it right there. You've hit upon it, Josh. And How can you dump someone when you're old? You can't run away. Well, you know, like... He like had it. a hip replacement. Ah, okay, there you go. He's more machine than man now, so... Like, yeah. I think he's <laughs> he turned into a Terminator-style <laughs> yes. old man. Yeah, don't you remember that part of cancer. the story? Yeah, yeah. Right. I keep, think you keep saying to reading a different book. You started reading Terminator. Great book. No, I'm pretty sure the notebook is like about a robot man reading a story to his dying wife with Alzheimer's. Does uh, a comedy keeps reading accent. to yeah yeah and he says at the end of every night, okay, darling, love you. 
I'll be back. <laughs> Do you reckon when he's reading the book, he does all the voices? Yes. Because presumably she's got dialogue in the book. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he do you think he was Hello I'm what I'm you Ali. <laughs> Why is she Irish? <laughs> I don't know she, she Hello <laughs> I'm Ali Ali I don't nice sound to meet, like that. Nice to meet you. I don't sound like that. Yes you do. <laughs> Nothing you do. Nothing you do. Oh look at me, I'm Ali, beer, beer, beer. The end. I'll be back. That was a good story, you see. I, I don't understand why I couldn't have written that story. That was a good story, but I think this is a good story. This is a good story. There's a lot of hate in the room for this book, but I don't. I, I think it's an important book because it talks about how important and strong love and books are. Love is stronger than cancer. Love is stronger than Alzheimer's. Love will keep them together. Um. I disagree. I oh. thought love will tear us apart. No, yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Again. No, no. You need to listen to Captain and Tennille. Love will keep us together, not tear us apart. What do they know? Joy Division. Well, they wrote a song. Well, yeah. And it got mean. quite popular. Well, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But where is Ian Curtis now? Hmm? Well, it's, it's a mystery. He works in boots. <laughs> I think. I think he's doing a podcast. What's the podcast called? Whatever Joy. happened to me? Don't do this copyrighted. Don't <laughs> he's uh, he's doing the the New Order podcast. <laughs> what? I'm, 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 with Peter Hook. What happens in the New Order podcast? <laughs> do that song. <laughs> Blue Monday, good song. Okay. Yeah, that song. <laughs> so the so the podcast is they just listen to their own songs. No, Isn't that an album? Yeah, it's an al album podcast. No, okay. Like a lot of my favorite podcast is uh, Radiohead's OK Computer. No, okay. <laughs> I think you've, you've you've made a mistake here. You're you're misconstruing anything oral to do with the ears um, with a podcast. So when you when you, when when you hear a car drive by and it makes a loud noise, do you go, <laughs> "What a loud podcast that was"? <laughs> when anyone talks to you, do you go, "Whoa, turn down the volume on your podcast, mate." It's one of my least favorite podcasts, the car podcast. We can't. I, I keep on releasing it, <laughs> although I can find it on iTunes. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I, Steve, I'm sorry. I think. Just when I think you know what you're doing in terms of podcasts, you just take a real left turn and I'm like, this guy doesn't know what he's he doing. He thinks podcasts no are just any sound. <laughs> any sound is a podcast. So you know when your dog makes a noise when it wants to leave the house? Oh, he's a very accomplished podcaster. <laughs> I forgot he's a good audio engineer and he's also a really good podcaster. <laughs> the, the, the barking podcast. One of the most worthy podcasts of this year. Got to number one and um, the skinny. Do right. The skinny. They don't do a podcast, it's all written down. It's a written down podcast. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's a website. It's a podcast. <laughs> oh, wait, it's a written down it's website a written, podcast. It's a written podcast. It's a podcast oh, no, for the eyes. A podcast for the eyes. That's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should release one of those. And what might that look like? I don't think well, it would be on paper. I imagine you have to keep have some way of keeping all the paper together, some sort of binding system. Hopefully, there's a podcast. Ha, and what would me. the theme tune sound like? Would it be the same theme tune for every written podcast? 
written, how, how do you have a written theme tune? You have to go do, you have to write the word do for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, so would, would that be how most written bound paper form podcasts might sound? <laughs> yeah, I think it sounds good to me. It wouldn't sound like anything, that's the point. I don't, I don't know if you understand this concept. So did you think that, <laughs> did you think that The Notebook was a, was a written podcast? Yeah, that's what I've been coming here to talk about. The okay, podcast. this makes sense now because... <laughs> oh, good. No, because nothing up until now made sense. I think I've figured it out. He's mental. <laughs> he thinks everything's a podcast. I, I need to... I really need to so do something about this open door policy. We have guests. Back Where are you finding the these people? I have no idea. How did it take so long to get me back when this is the standard? I know. I know. It's. I need to do a little. Just even a bit of googling might just cut out some of this. It would have saved a lot of this back and forth. What's Google? Is um, that a new kind of podcast? <laughs> it's it, it's searching podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. Oh, Guys, I hate to say it, but uh, this 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 pod this episode has been effectively derailed. Um I'm I'm calling it. I'm calling time on this podcast. What did we think of this book? Alone. <laughs> Are you calling time on the podcast? I'm calling time on this episode. Oh well, Chin, don't be a grumpy teacher. I'm sorry, but like this this is this is not salvageable now. We we need to get into the end of, of, of the episode. I'm this has been an important discussion, vital stuff. Give me your thoughts on the book, and then we'll go into notes. Wow. Schmaltzy, yeah. unbearable boulder dash. Okay. Alright. Held together by a string of connectives and the appearance, the the idea of drama by just mentioning a whole load of terrible diseases. Hot take, hot take. Is it, it and also just unbelievable. I don't believe that any man in their right mind would 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 try and try and put what, do that. And and it, and it's but what why? I mean, they like each other, but why do I don't I don't know. Okay, all right. I don't know. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. The book was so good. I loved it. Whoa. Okay. I loved it. Oh. Oh. That was. That was unexpected. Okay. Right. Okay. Sit. Sit down. Sit down. Eating. <laughs> when I get sad, I eat sausage rolls. And then the book was so. Good and he was so happy. And they're dead, they're all gonna die horrible deaths, and she doesn't know what she's doing, but they still have each other and then That's what I thought. That's good. That's good. I like that. We're using that as the new theme tune for this show. <laughs> yeah. He's got a fresh sound, he's got a fresh sound there. Um Alice, what did you think? Uh the best bit of the book was when they died at the end. I, I don't think they died though. <laughs> It was implied. By what? They fell, as they fell asleep. I'm doing air quotation marks they, for I the listeners. That, I thought they had sex at the end of the book. Ugh. It's a mystery. Now it's the worst bit of the book. Okay. The idea of old people doing it. I thought it was beautiful. That's because you are... I thought it was the best thing I've ever What's done. a reverse pedo? Octo... 
file. I'm an octophile. <laughs> I love octopuses too, it's right. I love everything. Okay. Uh, Steve, <laughs> Steve, what did you think? I, I rather enjoyed the book. I thought it was a great Well, my man. It's so honest. Yeah, I, I, I love this book too. I thought it, it was amazing. It made me feel emotions. It made me reconnect with my wife. It made me actually connect with my wife um, for the first time. Uh, so that's, it's been a great book. I think it's a really lovely book. It's that's about relationships. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. The, 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 I didn't understand the mysteries of the book. Mm. Um, I've not come to any conclusion. Right. I think I think he probably did it. <laughs> Wait, sorry. <did> what? <laughs> what? Whatever he was claimed was done. I reckon he probably did it. <laughs> so now you just solving mysteries that you don't even know what they are <laughs> because say yeah he did it did what uh, you know yeah that's the mystery my, my new, the my new <laughs> i've realized over the course of this podcast thanks for having me on by the way yes no, I, I need to have a new shtick <laughs> and i'm just gonna say solve the mysteries well okay and that's just beyond mystery solving you you need to you need to do other stuff is what you're saying you need to widen your room yeah right widen my palette okay okay all right and maybe I don't know what 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 else do you have your mindset on? Like, well, I'll have a little think. I'll come back to you another time. <laughs> okay, well, come back anytime, Steve. Come back any time. Probably tell me in advance if you're going to try and start another podcast on my podcast though, because like a little bit territorial about that. Um, yeah, well, you know, I thought it was a great book. I really enjoyed it. Moving, really moving, um, and and just sad. Made me cry. Uh, made me think. Um, about love and stuff and what it means to be human so big thumbs up but not a perfect work so how would we have improved this book um, listen now as we go to the section of the show we call notes as we give notes to Nicholas Sparks on the notebook Notes, everybody. What did? How would we have improved this? I think I would have made it longer. I well, the song, yeah, no, I agree. Song. I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I like the song a lot. Can I use it for my other new podcast? What's this, what's the <laughs> podcast on called? We don't have time to go into it. Sorry, <laughs> I've, I've derailed your podcast enough. I'm not going to go into it. Is it a mystery? <laughs> it is a mystery. I can keep it a mystery. Such a tease. But, uh, this Such book, a tease. I think the book could have been longer. Um, it was only uh, 200 pages, which is not That's enough to true. understand a relationship in full. That's very true. I think they need to describe the intimate details of their lives more, because how can we know if he did it if we don't know what his friends thought of him, we don't know right. all of these right, things. Right, right, right. There's right, a lot right. of things we didn't know. Um, anybody else? Were there, were you, any other improvements we would have made to this uh, uh, this novel? I've, I've regained my composure, and I hate the book. Again. Okay, right. Clarity. Okay. I've, I've, I don't know why. I had an outburst like that. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry mm. if I mm. made anyone feel uncomfortable, but I just think the book should have gone more into the into his into his time in war and the oh. Nazis. Oh, yes, and then, yes, whether yes. he killed anyone, did he kill anyone? Probably. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty sure he did. Did he stab anyone in the face with a bayonet? We Probably. want to know about that. No. Why? War's boring. Oh, again with the book. But it's honest. It's great. I hate bits about war I find it so boring no that was the best bit of the book was actually that they didn't go into any detail about the war but no in my opinion I just think like the book would have been better if there had been a bit more like slapstick okay 
More jokes. Yeah, funnier. It was just a bit schmaltzy. Oh, come on, that bit with the nurse and the coffee. Come on. Oh, I'm going to get some coffee. Oh, it's this. Coffee's right That there. was really, really good. The best <laughs> what, written what an idiot. joke. I what an them. idiot. The coffee's right there. It's, it's there. It's right there. What an it's idiot. <laughs> Such an idiot. <laughs> and he got to go away. Oh, where's my coffee? Oh, I'm going to get some more coffee. And it's right there. How it's are right you not there. laughing? It's so funny! Love it. I love have it. a maybe a more sophisticated sense of humour. So you wanted slapstick comedy to. It's the most sophisticated yeah. humour. Slapstick. Slapstick is actually like really in fashion. Right. It's so cool. It's to quite do hard slapstick. to do in a podcast though. A what, in a book? In a book? In a slapstick podcast, I don't know if that would work. I thought of the sound that you could do to, to like make of someone slipping on a banana peel. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Oh, oh! He uh, spat on me. Good. I didn't mean to, but <laughs> but good. <laughs> I suppose I need to lean into this. Um, uh, that but that that would work as slapstick on a comedy, right? Yeah. That, and that's your that's. <laughs> that was good. It sounded like it was really far away. I'm over on a banana. Oh no! Oh. I mean, and I, I I don't appear to have any coffee on me. Oh, where's my, oh, coffee? Where's my coffee? It's right there. Uh, right there. Oh, oh, it's right there. <laughs> Thanks everybody for coming down today. Uh, I guess there's only one thing left to do, which is basically a bit of pro promo stuff from everybody. Um, does anybody have anything to plug? So Dan and I, uh, Dan's not here today, Dan often, mm -hmm. and I, Alice Burden, um, have a Brighton show uh, on at the Brighton Fringe. Mm -hmm. It's listed as the who's the what's the when's the why's, but it's actually called Sp Splitting the Bill. Oh, that's a great, that's um, a great So come find us at the Quadrant every, s the first three Saturdays in May in Brighton at mm -hmm. 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And if you shout out the podcaster's catchphrase, you'll get a prize. I might come to that. So what's the? I might, I'm going to come to that. I think it sounds like a good show. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll and be that fun. Dan Often comedians uh, very good. Do you have anything you want to plug, Steve? Well, I think I've plugged all my podcasts <laughs> for other podcasts. Well, no, you it's actually you literally stunned. did your podcast. You recorded your podcast. You didn't plug them. You re you literally recorded your podcast. You basically over the course did of what podcast. you two did to anyone owning owning an iPhone. It's true. So I would like to plug this podcast. I want you to go back and listen to my podcast and this podcast again. Yeah, thanks for that, Steve. Thanks for that, <laughs> Josh. Anything you want to plug? Uh, what's it? Mm -hmm. What's it? It's really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No argument here. No that's, argument that, here. that's it. Two thumbs up for what's it? Uh, as always, Faking Lit Podcast. You can reach us at fakinglitpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at faking underscore lit underscore pod. That's how Twitter works. That's literally, I, I, we could have got, we should have gotten a better name than that, really. <laughs> the underscore has always thrown me off. Well, it is the underscores, right? That's yeah, I think it's the underscores. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, you know what? Just email us and, and come to our website. We're on fakinglits.wordpress.com. Message us there. Uh, but yeah, yeah, as always, you can always write to us at fakinglit. We love to hear from you. Uh, like us uh, uh, and like us on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Write us a review because that's the way that we get the word out about our podcast. I mean, Steve, I don't have to tell you, like, uh, it's important to get reviews for your podcast. It is. I, I, have, I have many reviews for my podcast. Many really? Podcast I reviews. You haven't no, no, recorded wait, wait, any, wait, though. Wait, wait, wait. Well, wait. I, 
we need to check what which podcast is this is the this... podcast i did in this show so here after each of them you said they're all good which i count as a review <laughs> okay yeah no he's got us there yeah. all right fair enough fair enough i see yeah God, we need to. We, we might have to do what Steve does. It's a really sneaky way of it. We should go into yeah. We should go on Jay Islam's show and record an episode of Faking Lit on Jay Islam's show. Yeah. Or you get on loud on any of my podcasts. <laughs> we we no. were all in your podcast there. Yeah. It's true. It's you know true. what? Great. Well, anyway, you can like us and subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also hear us on Intune, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Stitcher, all good podcast apps out there. Uh, but thank you very much for coming down and joining me to talk about the notebook. Uh, please join us again next week where we'll be tackling another book. Until then, my name has been Shinti. Goodbye. Big enough for the both of us. How could you tell me who's gonna live?